Hallelujah. You know, whenever we encounter the presence of the Lord, we can't help but feel this is actually where we belong. Hallelujah. This world is really temporary. I was, I was expecting something a bit bigger than that. <laughs> but let me explain to you why I expect a bit bigger. Because everything is decaying and passing. So this world is temporary. But where we belong, from everlasting to everlasting. Hallelujah. We serve a glorious God. And this morning you are welcome in the house of the Lord. Tell somebody you are welcome here. You are at the right place and at the right time. Amen. You were meant to be here this morning. Hallelujah. And I would like to thank my husband for this opportunity. You know, he is a man of God in the real sense of the word. Amen. And he likes to throw me. You know what he said this morning about, if you don't want to jump in the river, I will kick you in. I'm a witness of that. All right. So whenever I don't want to jump in, I'm kicked in. All right. So this morning I'm kicked in to come and allow the spirit of God to speak to us. Amen. So Holy Spirit, thank you that this is your moment. And our ears are open, Lord. We are yielded and surrendered that you will do in us what heaven has ordained. We receive from you because you are our teacher. So to you belongs all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now I want to talk about how to walk in life more abundantly. Hallelujah. The Bible says in John 10, 10, can we have that on the screens? John chapter 10, verse 10, that we can read together. Amen. It says the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Tell somebody more abundantly. More. Hallelujah. So this morning I'm talking about life, but have life more abundantly. Amen. Because that is what Christ has come to do. And you know the sad thing is 90% of believers don't feel like they are walking in that abundant life. Amen? We are barely surviving in every areas of our lives. Amen? I know when we talk about abundance, all of us go to money. You know, that's where we want to overflow. Come on, don't, let's be honest. Yes, no. I, I also want to overflow in, in finance. Hallelujah. There's nothing wrong with that. But God means every aspect of your life. Hallelujah. So in this scripture, the Bible talks about that they may have life. 
Amen. And that word is Zoe. You've heard it before here. Zoe life. Now, Zoe life is such a vast meaning. Amen. We can sum it up in one word. Godly life. But what is godly life? Amen. When Jesus tells us, I have come that you may have life. Somebody might say, but I'm breathing. So I'm living. Right? I'm breathing. I'm alive. I woke up this morning. So I am alive. But Jesus is talking about something bigger. Amen? The thief has the plan to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Jesus doesn't say two things. He said life. So life deals with all of that. Whatever he came to do, which is to kill, steal, and destroy, what is the answer to that? Amen? And so many of our fights against the devil, how many of you like to fight the devil? It's, it's, it's not really your battle, hallelujah. <laughs> I just want to throw it in there that uh, you are so much above, hallelujah, because the one who is in you has come to give you life. So you don't deal with the stuff it's already dealt with, but we are going there. Zoe is the absolute fullness of life. Both essential and ethical, which belongs to God. The ethics of God. Hallelujah. It's big words, eh? Yeah. And now through him, that's where that life comes. Hallelujah. Abundantly is the word perisos. I'm getting a bit of Greek here, right? I'm getting there. Now, abundantly means beyond measure. I love that word. Beyond measure. Meaning more than you need. More than you need. Exceedingly. Amen surpassing and it has superiority this is what Jesus has come tell somebody this is what Jesus came to give you now we know that life is actually a person because in John 14 verse 6 what does Jesus say I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one goes to the Father except through me. Amen? So, life. Jesus says, I have come that you may have life. But He is that life. I have come that you may have me. I am the definition of life. Zoe life is a person, and that is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And he is the one that this morning we have come to worship. We have come that we may know him so that as we walk out of here, we do not walk out the same again. And I believe that by the Holy Spirit, you will not walk out the same. 
in Jesus' name. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 11 to 12. Can we go there as well? 1 John 5, 11 to 12. I just want to point out something while we go to that scripture. While I was preparing this message, it's amazing how the one who speaks a lot about life is John. So John speaks about it in the epistle and he speaks about it also in the gospels. Many of the scriptures about life, John is the one who reveals it. Amen? So just read First John and all of them. They are really, there's a revelation of who Christ is. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Hallelujah. 12. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. Full stop. So there are many people walking around us that don't have the son. According to the Bible, they don't have life. But anyone who has the son has life. Now, what does it mean if you have the son? Amen? Because that's the key word. What does it mean? He who has the son has life. It means to hold to take hold of. That is the word that is used there. In the sense of also wearing. He who has the son. Amen. Possession. Hallelujah. It also goes to relationship. He who has, like you have a husband or a wife. He who has the son. Hallelujah. So this is relational. It's a relationship. He who has the son has life. Meaning it's continuous. Amen? Now, what is the way to walk in abundance? What is the way? What, how do you walk? Because you have the son. You gave your life to Jesus at salvation. You have life. Hallelujah? How do you experience that life? How do you benefit how do you can i say experience it that's the right word the bible in john 15 this is one of my all-time favorite scriptures hallelujah because john again john remember what i told you about john it's brother john he is the one amen in verse 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Amen? But already in verse 4, the word abide comes again. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit 
by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Hallelujah. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he, sorry, he, hmm, this English, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branch are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. It's relational. This life of God in us is relational. And the example Jesus used here is a tree and the branches. Hallelujah. A healthy tree produces good fruits. But should a branch decide, I need my independence, that branch will wither and die. This is nature. So Jesus is using that key to tell us how much we need to abide in him. What does it mean to abide in him? He says, abide in me and my words in you. Meaning, keep feeding on this relationship. Hallelujah. Keep abiding in this, your faith in me. Faith in Christ is abiding in Christ. How do you get cut off the vine when you stop believing in him? Whenever you doubt, you cannot bear fruit in that area. Hallelujah. There are people who are in the vine, but there is unbelief in the area of healing. They don't experience that fruit of healing. Amen. There are people who are in the vine, but they don't believe the area of finance. So in that area, they are dry. Faith is what causes you to bear fruit. Abiding in him, your faith in him and his word in you. Jesus is the word of God. He is the word and the word is life. We are talking about life this morning. Life more abundantly. So to experience Christ in you is through faith. Unless you believe that the Son is in you and therefore you have life, you do not experience it. You know, somebody can come in your house, right? And ask you, do you have some bananas? And you'll say, no, I didn't buy. But maybe your husband bought the bananas. And because you don't know you have the bananas, you cannot offer the bananas. Jesus is the fullness of God. The fullness. I don't know how to define fullness. Everything. What will it be in Africans? Fullness. Alice. Alice. 
Institut Kaufela. Everything. Alles as in alles. We just sang now from beginning to the end. He is everything in between as well. When you say alpha and omega, it's not alpha dot 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 omega. No, he is everything in between as well. Hallelujah. So he is Alice Kaufela. So when you say, when you truly believe that the one who is Alice is in me, if you truly believe that, <laughs> so it seems to me that we always say, I believe in Christ. But the fruit of our life does not show that we believe. Because whatever you are not experiencing, whether it's joy or peace, is because you don't know that he is your joy. You are waiting for something external to be your joy. But he is the joy. Amen? When you say, I don't have peace, you are trusting the circumstances around you to produce peace. But he is the prince of peace. Hallelujah. So to experience that life is believing he is everything. The fullness of life is Christ. Hallelujah. And he made a way for us to have that life. He gave himself. Hallelujah. Now, how does it become abundance, overflow, beyond measure? Amen? Now, overflow means I'm pouring into a container and it starts flowing. That's overflow. Beyond measure means this room can take 700 people, but now there's a thousand people, so some are sitting outside. Hallelujah. It's beyond the capacity. What God has given you, which is himself, is to overflow to other people. This is what is called life more abundantly. It means it's, not, it's too much for you to contain it has to now touch all around you. Amen? Amen? You know what Peter said in Acts 3 when he was healing the sick, the crippled man? He said, such as I have. Life. I have healing. I have miracle. I have a quickening, life-giving spirit. Such as I have, I give it unto, it's overflowing. I cannot contain it, so I'm pouring it over you. Rise up and walk. Life more abundantly. That was Peter. That's how it overflows. If you still don't know you have it, it cannot overflow. It starts with knowing he is everything in me 
He is the answer to everything around me. And then it can overflow. Are you ready to overflow? In John chapter four, Jesus is speaking to this woman at the wall, at the well, at the well. She doesn't have a name. She's a woman at the, I told you many women in the Bible don't have names. <laughs> Nameless and yet impactful. Hallelujah. <laughs> so the woman at this well encounters the one who is life. And he tells her, the things you seek from outside to satisfy you, satisfy temporarily. Somebody need to take note of this one. Everything you seek to satisfy you from the outside will only satisfy you. It was not loud enough though. So I'm going to repeat it until you, you feel you can hear what I'm saying. Everything, Alice, Alice, Kaufela, that you seek on the outside to satisfy you will only satisfy you temporarily. That's what he told her. This water, this physical water, you will come again for more. But the water that I will give you. He is the living life. Tell somebody, life. Jesus is life. He's the living water. And he says, what I'm going to give you, it will not only satisfy you, it will start to overflow. And because she received, the overflow of that woman happened immediately. When she left with the revelation that this is the Messiah, she ran to the city. The overflow happened immediately because she realized this is him. The life of God. I've encountered God face to face. She went and the overflow came. If you really know that you have Alice, Christ in you, you can't help it but overflow. It's not something you try to do. You see, this is why the life has not been abundantly. Because you've been trying to do out of your own. We have the gifts. Hallelujah. The gifts are a manifestation of Holy Spirit operating through you. Amen. And each one has received a measure. Okay? But that does not disqualify that life is in you. So you have limited the overflow to the gift of God, which is a dimension. Amen? We've learned that here. Faith is a dimension. Then you get the anointing. It's a dimension. Then you get the glory, right? There is a dimension of the one who is in me is life. And he is everything. He cannot be limited. He cannot. 
He cannot. Tell somebody he cannot. He cannot. He cannot be limited. And because he has chosen to be in you, but he didn't say you'll have life. He said you'll have life that overflows. You will have life that you cannot contain it. Because you will realize that the answer to this person that is broken is in me. You can't help it but touch. Is somebody following? In Matthew chapter 14, there is a miracle that was experienced. And I want to use that as an example of overflow. Amen. The Bible talks about Jesus feeding 5,000 with five loaves and two fish. Two fishes. Okay. Let's speak English here. <laughs> five loaves and two fishes. Okay. How does the miracle take place? I want to explain overflow. Amen. Jesus tells the disciples, you feed them. What was the answer of the disciples? There is nothing. Unless you, ha you know what you have. You can't overflow. So to the disciples, there is nothing. Send them to go buy food. Which is three days away. <laughs> they walked three days without food. Let them walk another three days and go buy food. All right? Jesus says, what do you have? Tell somebody, what do you have? What do you have? And you know, they despised what they have. Isn't it amazing how you despise yourself? You know, I'm talking to myself as well. Like you have to be kicked in. <laughs> Many of you literally have to be kicked in because you are despising what you have. Now, this is five loaves and two fishes for 5,000 men, and we are not counting women and children. So, women, women were more than men. We always, we know that. So, we can estimate the women for maybe 7,000, and the children are even more. <laughs> I've been to Israel. I know every family has at least four. That's the average, yes. So there's like 15,000 people there for five loaves and two fishes. And Jesus says, I have life. I am life. Bring it. Hallelujah. And overflow happens. Because he knew, I have. I have. In the parable of the talents, Jesus said, to him who does not have, even the little things he has will be removed. For so long, we are still waiting to have. For so long, we are still waiting on the Lord and crying for what is already inside of us. 
believers, we have wasted too much time. <laughs> we have. He is life. And the only requirement is abide in me. And I in you. Abide, let my words abide in you. This is the requirement for overflow. Because as you abide in him, he's the one doing it, it's not you. Amen? The moment we start realizing what is, the person in me is God. <laughs> you can create. You can call forth things that are not as though they were. But you have been waiting to experience it before you give it. So you are waiting, but my finances are not overflowing. I cannot give. Lord, when you give me five million, I will donate to the church. My tithe of 500,000. Five loaves and two fishes. Tell somebody it was only five loaves and two fishes. Yes, yes. If Jesus had waited and said, keep looking, maybe somebody has more. Let's, let's gather as much as we can. They wouldn't eat. Overflow happens when you start giving. Hallelujah. You will never experience abundance until you start realizing the one who abounds dwells in me. Living water cannot be contained. Many of you are making it a bottle. Let's close it and let's trust that it's going to get fatter and fatter and burst out. No. It's like a spring. Have you ever seen a, a spring? It comes from the ground. Amen. And you don't know that it actually does not stop flowing. Because it's, it's very, it's low. But when you start to draw it, it keeps coming. You draw and it keeps coming. It's the same as a well. It's a bottomless. It does not end. So stop waiting. The one who lives in you is truly greater than the one that is in the world. The one in the world has come to kill, steal, and destroy. The life in you is the solution to that. You are to overflow by giving life. Amen? Imagine if Jesus, he is life. And he decides he cannot give that life to anyone. Where would we be? But you have life. And all around you, the enemy is killing, stealing, and destroying. You are the answer. Amen. Amen. A light is not lit 
for itself. The light is lit for the darkness. You are the light of the world. You are not shining for you. You have been so focused on you. Can I go there, please? Because I'm talking to myself as well. You have been focusing on all your battles. You've been focusing on the areas you want God to move. Lord, I'm praying for my marriage. I haven't seen it. In the meantime, you are supposed to be flowing. Lord, my children, Lord, my workplace is a mess. When are you going to do something? Lord, why is my business not picking up? You've been focusing on self. And whenever we talk about abundance, your first thought is, yes, my life. Life more abundantly is beyond you. It flows. It starts touching. And I promise you, I promise you, the moment you switch your focus to start distributing that life, things will fall into place. You know why? Because the enemy found the key for you not to overflow. It's a small key. Mess up two or three things. And that's all he needs to do. The moment these things are a mess, he's not going to overflow. She's, she's, she's going to sit and cry all day long. But the moment you switch your focus, you realize, no, 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 no. Life. I cannot contain that life. You start flowing. Hallelujah. I want to end with this. I want to end with this. To he who is able. Can we go there? Ephesians 3. Let me start with verse 14, which is a prayer. Hallelujah. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all 
the fullness of God. Now, to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. May you know the love of God. May you know his love for you. May you know his love in the body. May you know the working of his power within you. Hallelujah. He's doing exceedingly abundantly according to the power that is at work in you. It's not your doing. It's his power at work within you. Can we rise on our feet? Can I call the band to come? And you are going to pray this morning. You are going to pray and call on the name of the Lord. And your prayer will be this. Give me grace to know that I carry life, the fullness, hallelujah. Just begin to pray. If you need to repent, repent. If you've been self-centered and focusing just on your issues, just ask the Holy Spirit that your focus may switch this morning. Ask the Holy Spirit that you may grow to that understanding. Minute this morning.